Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you on this Tuesday. I want to give you a heads up about one of the things we're going to talk about today. Very important subject. It's, <laughs> I know it's going to be shocking. We're going to delve into another angle of the subject of race. And I, I want to give you a heads up about this because I want to encourage you. Perhaps there are people you know that you would like to hear this particular discussion, I'd encourage you to give people a heads up about that now because we'll delve into this a little bit later on in the broadcast. The beginning of this discussion is actually connected to the controversy over the, the man who does the Dilbert comic strip. And I've had so many thoughts about this in recent days, and we're going to discuss that, but also some related materials that I'm, I am just so eager to get into to talk about today, because I do strongly believe that there's a perspective that I'm going to offer here you're not going to hear anywhere else. It, it, it amazes me. Of course, I'm not surprised. Because we have a culture that really focuses on outrage and hysteria and panic. I want to make it very clear from the beginning, my heart and my purpose is redemptive. What is the redemptive path forward for us? And I hope you as a listener of this program, will partner with me on this. That's really what I'm asking for. That we do something different that makes a difference. It doesn't just pile on to join one side or the other, but really offers an alternative way and says, let's stop the arguing, the fighting, the hate across the board. And believe me, folks, I, let me just, if you have any question about where I'm coming from on this issue, there is plenty of hate to go around. And I want to cut through it all. Cut through the nonsense and get to what really matters. I hope that's helpful. I want to begin with a really cool, and I would even dare say cute story. I love this story. And it emanates from my former home state of Kentucky. 
Here's the headline reported by NBC News. Very brave and honest Kentucky toddler points officers to fugitives hiding spot. (laughs) This is such a funny story. How many of you have experienced this, especially as a parent? Parents who maybe try to get away with something and you have a very honest child and sometimes a not-so-wise child, like myself. I'm raising my hand right now before I even share this story. I got to tell you this because this just came to mind. Here's a memory of mine. Indiana State Fair. And I don't even know the ages. There was a cutoff for the age to be able to get a child's admission ticket. Okay? I'm telling on my late father here. I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, but I'm really more exposing my big fat trap. So here's my, here are my parents representing my sister. I don't know if it's the older or the middle sister as being a certain age. And what do I say? Oh, no, she's this age. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's just a certain honesty about kids. They want to make sure the record is straight, right? This is absolutely hilarious. Get a load of the story. So authorities visited a Williamsburg home. This is in Kentucky, looking for a fugitive. The toddler declared, it's good to be honest. We shouldn't lie. She's inside the room next to the bathroom. <laughs> This is great. So deputies are praising this very brave and honest toddler for pointing to a fugitive's hiding spot when adults of the scene refused to cooperate. Officials from several agencies were searching in Williamsburg for Tina Hicks of Williamsburg. This is a small city about 100 miles southeast of Lexington. I've been through Williamsburg. Whitley County Sheriff's deputies, Williamsburg Police, and Kentucky State Police were trying to serve Hicks with a, with really multiple outstanding warrants for her arrest. No adult family members were willing to say whether or not Hicks was in the house. That's when the toddler stood up, put his hands on his hips, and stated, It's good to be honest. We shouldn't lie. She's inside the room next to the bathroom. <laughs> This is great. So deputies found Hicks there. She was served with two outstanding Whitley County Circuit indictment warrants, charging her with possession of meth and drug paraphernalia, as well as four other outstanding warrants. Interestingly enough, the sheriff's office said the child was actually visiting the family and didn't live there. (laughs) The sheriff's office said, He was healthy, intelligent, in no way appeared to be abused. He was just at the wrong place, wrong time. And they made very clear if deputies thought he was a potential victim of repercussions, this would have been dealt with. But a shout out to this toddler, brave and honest toddler, characterized by Kentucky deputies for... Basically ratting out a fugitive when the adults were trying to hide this 
woman. <laughs> this is a winner, isn't it? I love these stories. I told you the other day, I think it was yesterday, we were talking about the Murdoch murders, the documentary, and I'd encourage you to watch the Netflix series. It's a three-parter. It's kind of funny. I was having a conversation with another friend of mine who really wanted to watch this together, and I, I'm so intrigued by this. I was going to watch again, uh, and a friend of mine was wanting to watch this late last night. I was like, uh, no, I am can't do it. Just can't do it tonight, but I may do it tonight. Start watching this again. It is, it's riveting. And a lot of people have been very carefully watching this trial. The defense now rested its case in the double murder trial of Alex Murdoch. He's accused of killing his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul, at the family's hunting estate, June 2021. We're approaching the two-year mark here. This is the first day. Yesterday was the first day of week six in the trial. One of the requests was for the jury to visit Moselle, the hunting property for the Murdoch family where Maggie and Paul were killed. So the trip is going to happen. Jurors will travel to the property after the state has finished calling its additional witnesses. That starts today. The defense called a forensic pathologist who challenged the state's theory the fatal shot to Paul came through his shoulder. So they're saying this would have an impact on the possibility of blood being on the suspect, in this case, Alex Murdoch. So in any case, this is a trial that resumes this morning. It's probably already underway, and we will let you know if there are any significant developments in this case. Still to come, we're going to delve into the real cluster that's going on at the Fox News Channel. It is a mess. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. 
baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, and my apologies to the, uh, really both stations, folks on the board for going a little long in that last segment. If you'd like to join the conversation, GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-9-1110, 800-9-1110, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, it's 71307 on that text line, previewing our conversation that's coming up. And his conversation about Scott Adams, who is the man behind Dilbert. While Adams is not entirely wrong, it was very stupid of him to say, whites avoid blacks. How does that help bring people together? Well, obviously it doesn't. From the upstate, race? Obama separated us as much as he could. Now his clone is trying to make it even worse. There's zero forgiveness coming from the black community. For the record, I don't think Scott's asked for any. Revenge and payback are the themes these young people are being taught victims that need not try because they just can't win. Saddest place to be. I have empathy. New leaders are needed badly in my view. Boy, am I with you on that. No, Vince. It's called We as a Society want to cancel the man who created the Dilbert comics, but not the man who funded the coronavirus that killed millions of people worldwide. What someone says is more threatening than one you actually have that kills people. That's my outrage. Hey, I'm completely with you. We have very weird priorities, don't we? Very weird priorities. This person, in fact, says, let's cancel Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Good luck with that, folks. I find this intriguing. As a black man that votes independent, I'm not surprised or even upset by what the Dilbert creator comments. I'm not one that tries to get people fired for their opinions. I'm actually glad it came out. It lets me know where people stand on topics I now know how to deal with or not deal with. With people that share similar comments. What I found sad is I was able to pull up old shows and quotes of black conservatives that said similar or worse things about blacks. So now what? Well, that I hope to address a little bit later in the broadcast. First, I want to get to this really, really interesting thing that's going on with Fox News Channel. It is a mess. It is a cluster. It really is. And it looks to me like the Fox News Channel is going to find itself on the hook for a lot of money. That's the direction this thing is going. What am I talking about here? Rupert Murdoch. A different Murdoch, the one whose name is actually spelled like a Murdoch. Testified Fox News 
Their popular commentators endorsed Donald Trump's false claim the 2020 presidential election was rigged, even though Murdoch said he doubted the conspiracy theory right away. This has come out from a filing and defamation lawsuit. Murdoch added, some of our commentators were endorsing it. This was part of his questioning under oath in a $1.6 billion, with a B, $1.6 billion suit by Dominion Voting Systems, which included excerpts of the deposition in a court filing yesterday. The question posed by a lawyer about the endorsement of a stolen election, yes, Murdoch said, they endorsed. Fox News accused of helping to promote false claims. The voting machine maker flipped millions of electronic ballots away from Trump as part of a vast conspiracy involving corrupt Democrats and foreign hackers. The claim still touted by the former president and many of his allies. Murdoch testified he seriously doubted Trump's conspiracy theory right away. It's fair to say you seriously doubted any claim of massive election fraud? The Dominion lawyer asked. Oh, yes. And you seriously doubted it from the very beginning? Yes, Murdoch replied. I mean, we thought everything was on the up and up. I thought that was shown when we announced Arizona. Remember all the controversy about Fox calling Arizona? There were people really upset about that. And this ultimately meant Joe Biden won the election. So Dominion has put this out. And it's pretty obvious what they're doing here. They are carrying out part of their trial in the court of public opinion. This is intended to really take the Fox News Channel down a few notches. Now, the trial is coming up in April in a Delaware state court. Dominion wants the judge to rule in its favor without a trial. The voting machine company argues the depositions of Murdoch and other supporters it supports the claim Fox broadcast the defamatory claims while knowing or recklessly disregarding the truth. An earlier filing by Dominion cited text messages and emails to show a slew of on-air talent and executives knew the theory was bogus. Even so, Fox News went on to report on the conspiracy theory for weeks after the election, repeatedly hosting its biggest proponents, former Trump campaign lawyer Sidney Powell and longtime Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani, among others. Now, Fox criticized this, putting this out there as an attempt to generate headlines rather than put forth valid legal arguments. Bottom line here, this is not good for the Fox News Channel. Fox saying their summary judgment motion took an extreme unsupported view of defamation law that would prevent journalists from basic reporting and their efforts to publicly smear Fox for covering and commenting on allegations by a sitting president of the United States should be recognized for what it is, a blatant violation of the First Amendment. Fox also argues the text messages and emails cited in Dominion's earlier filing failed to support the case because the seemingly damning comments weren't made by someone whose statements were allegedly defamatory. Dominion said the case should proceed. Fox asked the court to hold it as no legal responsibility whatsoever for broadcasting even the most horrible allegations that it knows to be false as long as they are newsworthy. Hmm. Dominion claiming Murdoch was cozy with Trump's campaign, going so far as to give Trump's son-in-law and senior advisor Jared Kushner 
access to Fox confidential information about Biden's ads, along with debate strategy. So, as I said, this is a mess. And there's more about this, about one of the hosts. And we'll talk about that as we continue the broadcast. Stay with us. Back on the broadcast, let's go out to a call, and there's a sentiment expressed like this on the text line, but Randy would like to talk about this on the issue of what's going on with Fox and this Dominion lawsuit. Uh, Randy, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Uh, glad to be on the show. I love your show. Thank you. Um, I, I'm just frustrated, I think. Uh, it, it seems like the left is always getting over on the right, meaning there's always accountability for Democrat or Democrat-associated things, but we never see any accountability. I mean, look at CNN. They have been proven to be liars, liars, Jim Acosta, over and over again, but nobody does anything. And that's that's probably why I'm going to switch from a Democrat to an independent. Not that that's going to do anything. It's just my way of showing my frustration with the Republican Party. And I don't understand why nobody does anything. I mean, look how many people have been convicted of a crime on the Democratic side. Zero. Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, any of those guys, nothing ever happens to them. And I think that's why a lot of people on the Republican side that I have friends with are so frustrated with what's going on. Um, That's that's really all I wanted to say. about that. I fully understand your frustration. I very much appreciate your call to Randy. And I think a lot of people, you know, they, this gets into that theme, the general theme of, of injustice, no, no matter where it's manifest. It's like, why do the bad people seem to get away with everything? The, the scheming, manipulative, deceitful people. And then you know, and I want to be very clear about something, lest anybody get the wrong idea. I'm not, I do not believe all Republicans are pure and all Democrats are vile reprobates. I think that's not a line of thinking that I want to encourage at all. I will say that the major influencers in the party and the system, the activists, who are basically trying to turn America into a socialist paradise of some type. Yes, they are. Monsters. Many of them are. And they've done some really underhanded, nasty stuff. With impunity. And there's no consequence. I get it. More on this Fox News story. One of the other revelations that came out from these depositions made public yesterday ahead of the April trial. In one stunning revelation, Rupert Murdoch, the chairman of Fox Corporation, replied in an email to former House Speaker and Fox Corporation board member Paul Ryan, the guy many of you love to hate. 
That veteran host, Sean Hannity, has been privately disgusted by Trump for weeks. Remember, this goes back to right after the election. The exchange regarded Trump's spreading of election lies following his November 20th defeat to Joe Biden. The voting technology company, as we mentioned, is suing Fox News, saying the network knowingly aired election lies and conspiracy theories, falsely implicating Dominion. So this is a very interesting set of exchanges that are covered. January 12th, Ryan, Paul Ryan, discussed with Rupert and Lachlan Murdoch, an article called The Alternative Reality Machine, about how the right-wing media ecosystem created an alternative reality for those who had come to rely on its outlets for news. Ryan believed that some high percentage of Americans thought the election was stolen because they got a diet of information telling them the election was stolen from what they believe were credible sources. Rupert responded to Ryan's email, Thanks, Paul. Wake-up call for Hannity, who's been privately disgusted by Trump for weeks, but was scared to lose viewers. Hmm. Ryan added, the sooner we can put down the echoes of falsehoods from our side, the faster we get into principled, loyal opposition. I truly hope our contributors, along with Tucker, Laura, as in Laura Ingram, and Sean, get that and execute. Rupert replied back, just talked at length with Suzanne Scott. I believe she's a producer there. Everything changed last Wednesday, January 6th. She thinks everyone is now disgusted and previous supporters brokenhearted. The filing also noted Murdoch and Scott, the CEO of Fox News, discussed the day before the January 6th attack on the Capitol having Tucker, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram issuing a joint statement declaring Biden had won and putting an end to the election conspiracy theories which fueled the attack. They discussed whether Hannity, Carlson, and Ingram should say some version of the election is over, Joe Biden won. Hoping these words would go a long way to stop the Trump myth that the election was stolen. Scott told Rupert privately, they're all there, but we need to be careful about using the show's and ticking off our viewers. So nobody made a statement. The next day was January 6th. Interesting stuff, isn't it? I just thought you ought to know, and let me just say something. It doesn't matter in some sense what the left does. They're going to have to answer for who they are and what they do. But our supposed side... There should be no room for compromise and fear of what people think. This goes into what I, it's so many messages from the Murdoch Murders documentary that I made reference to yesterday. This is why I said there are, there are just a multitude of applications for us standing up to people who are trying to bully us or silence us or for some reason we might have fear of being on their bad side I've got to tell you at my age I'm I just refuse to suck up to anybody I don't care who it is 
if you have done something wrong, don't look for me. Just because we're friends, acquaintances, I support you politically, whatever it is, I'm not going to lie for you. And I'm not going to continue to shill for you. And I'm not going to be shy about that. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I might even call you out publicly if need be. This shows part of the problem, and, and I haven't talked about this at length. Maybe one day I will. But I'm telling you, folks, there is something, you know, before we go on these crusades about Democrats and corruption, we really need to do some serious self-examination. The whole industry that is supposedly conservative, first off, I would say much of it is not conservative. The other part are people who are just trying to make a buck. And we've got to be honest about that. Stay with us. of the Vince Coakley radio program over on the text line. Uh, this text really disturbs me. Well, first, share this. Vince Sean Hannity only cares about Sean Hannity. I've thought so for years. We also had this. You don't have to believe it, Vince, but this country was built on bad people for their own preservation, self-preservation. They did bad things to other people. Thank you. So, sir or ma'am, if you really believe this, if you honestly believe this in your heart, there's really only one principal thing you can do, and that is deport yourself. I'm serious about this. I'm not being smart aleck or hateful or anything like that. If you really believe this country is built on bad people, and I would also ask you, why are you here? Do you think you're better than our founders? See, this is the other part of this. Our self-righteousness is profoundly evident. When we're willing to broad brush an entire group of people we don't even know. And yet we somehow excuse ourselves. So I'm just saying to you, if you are here and you are experiencing the fruit of this bad country built by bad people, then doesn't that make you all so bad? I'm just saying. You see, when it comes to self-interest, how principled are we? All of these people who are vilifying the fathers, the founding fathers, they think what they've done is so terrible and so horrible. Well, take a stand. Move. Go somewhere else. Go to a country that's pure and where they have no blood on their hands and they've not done anything wrong. Go do it. just want to make you aware of that. I'm not trying to get rid of you or anybody else. My appeal is that we all carry a whole lot more humility than we have right now. 
which is a good lead-in to where we're going in the race discussion. So, that we will begin right now, as a matter of fact. There's so much content here, and I hope that I'm able to get to a good part of it here. As you know, there's a controversy brewing about one Scott Adams. If you don't know Scott Adams, he is the man who does Dilbert. Newsweek has this story. A poll involving black people has set the Internet on fire. This is where this all started. Dilbert comic strip creator Scott Adams continued to experience repercussions for comments he made recently that many have deemed to be racist. Adams made the remarks during a YouTube video while discussing a poll conducted by Rasmussen Reports. The poll itself has also garnered attention due to a controversial question that led to Adams' response. Let's intersperse the discussion about this with the audio from Scott Adams himself. Here is, in fact, the first piece of audio where he basically says... Based on the information from this poll, a lot of black people would fit into the category of a hate group. Here is the first piece of audio. So hate if, group. If, you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll. Not according to me. According to this poll. Uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Get, where, wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where... You know, I have a very low black population because, unfortunately, the, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when, when he notes that the, when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. <laughs> I want you to forget about the inflammatory elements of this for a moment. And just think of this Scott Adams as a human being. I'm thinking about if I sat down in conversation and I'd love to talk to Scott Adams and take the whole Dilbert newspaper, all of the stuff away. Let me just tell you what I hear here. I hear a person who sounds like, I have tried. I've tried to go along with the game, and it's turned into a game of conforming and of doing all the things that the radical liberal left has told me to do. And guess what? I'm still a white racist, no matter what. I think that's what he's saying here. And this is not to defend his comments. His position is reprehensible, but I think we need to go much deeper and do some self-examination as well. We'll talk more about this straight ahead. Stay with us. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.